Welcome to Influenced, the show where three friends and I talk personal development, content creation, and building your personal brand. Long ago, influence originally referred to a celestial fluid believed to flow from the stars. As this fluid reached Earth, it affected the actions of the planet's inhabitants. We chose influence because by sharing ideas in these conversations, we influence each other, and hopefully, you too. I'm joined by relationship slash career coach Michael Thompson, whose work has appeared in places like Fast Company and Forbes, former heroin addict turned keynote speaker Brian Penny, and Liz Huber, a high performance and productivity coach who can help you optimize your entire life. And I am your host of sorts, Tom Kugler. I also make travel videos for YouTube, Facebook, and even LinkedIn, mostly about the Philippines. (laughs) Welcome to Influenced. Let's learn a little bit from each other today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Influence. This is a special episode because it's only me here, Mr. Tom Kugler. I'm going to be answering three questions we got from some of our listeners. And uh, basically, if you want to send in your very own question to us, when viewing our podcast page in the Anchor app, download the Anchor app first on any you know app store. And when viewing our podcast in the page, you can click on uh, send voice message. That's always really, really cool. And there's also a link to send a voice message in the description for this podcast. So those are two ways that you can do that. Basically, it's just me today because a lot of these questions, in fact, all of them have to do with getting more traffic, writing, medium, et cetera, et cetera. So I wanted to get into this very, very quickly. Let's go. The first question comes from Edwin. Hi, I'm having a really hard time coming up with a topic or theme to write about. Um, I'm passionate about a lot of things. Uh, I have a background in marketing. uh, I do branding, graphic design, all this stuff. Um, I'm just not sure that's stuff that's, you know, I'm not sure if I can pick that. I don't know. I'm just having a really hard time coming up with a theme or an idea to start with. I was wondering if you have any advice on how to sort of deal with that. Thanks. All right, Edwin. So the first thing that I'm tempted to say is seriously, You don't know what you want to write about, but, Edwin, keep listening. I've come to realize over the past year, uh, coaching a lot of people, that sometimes it comes down to confidence. Sometimes it comes down to, like, you see all these amazing writers online, and you're like, wow, what what do I have to contribute to this conversation here? Like, what do I, what can I really do? And that might be what you're going through. You might be going through something like, man, I don't know what I want to write about because I'm just not sure that I have a place to fit in here. And the, the truth of the matter is, anybody that wants to write has a place. And it's because each one of us has our own unique story and our own unique perspective on stuff. I have a couple pieces of advice for you. Number one, why do you want to write? Is it because you want to maybe sell online courses later on down the line? Um, Is it because you want to build some sort of a brand? Are you doing it for fun? What what exactly is your goal? Ask yourself that question. If if your goal is to sell online courses, then you should focus more on your expertise and your skills and marketing, or any skill that you have that you w- would would think that it would be fun to sell a product later on about. You know, like so. If you, uh, this is a really dumb example, but if you like making tables, you know, out of like wood or something, and you're like a really good carpenter, maybe you can you know make some content t- talking about how to build your own you know coffee table or how to. Build Build your own piece of uh, your own dining room table, you know, completely self-made. And then you sort of like sell a course later on down the line about like how to do a whole bunch of other woodworking projects or, you know, you never know. So 
that's what I'm trying to say there. Uh, but if you're doing it for fun, then then all the all the bets are off. Like all, like the rules go out the window, and you can really focus on your story. So if that's the case, if you're writing for fun, I would say, and I would actually say to do this anyway. Start with your story, because you got to hit something that you really really enjoy writing about. And so so think back on your life, and you know there might be ups and downs. There might be like good times, bad times. Um, times where you really struggled, where you had a lot of anxiety. I know for me that was after school. I like dreaded after college because I would have to pay off my student loans, and I had like you know, like sixty thousand dollars worth of student loans staring back at me after school. I was extremely anxious during that time. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I felt like I was coming into the world and I had nothing to offer. So that was my story, and so I started writing about you know writing for post grads and. I, I almost sort of wrote letters back to myself, um, to my young self, uh, you know, during that time. So I was writing back to myself, like, why you need to do a road trip after college, you know, when I first got started writing. And I was writing for that stressed, anxious kid that I used to be. And if you can find your own personal stories, you know, what you've been through, um, then the, and and, write, and sort of like write articles like you're writing back to that younger version of yourself to help them. Then you know that that's going to be helpful to someone else because someone else has probably been through a similar situation. You know, let's say like let's say someone is an orphan. You know, maybe they want to write something back to that 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 little kid that they used to be who was who was anxious and who was uh, stressed out and and who didn't feel wanted maybe or so, something like that. You know. Um, and if you can if you can do that, then you're going to relate to a lot of people, and you're going to stay true to your story. And 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 I think you're going to feel very very fulfilled writing about those things because this is your life, and you're putting it on the you're 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 putting it onto paper, and you're helping other people in the process. And that's I mean that's that's the best piece of advice that I can give you is 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 write write letters back to yourself and start with your own story and start with the moments in your life that were the hardest for you. I would also say if you don't if you still don't know what to write about, I would say journal for like 2 weeks. Journal every single day, write down what you went through, write down what made you angry, what made you happy, what you're feeling that day. You can become extremely self-aware and start to see what some of the things that you want to write about uh are just by journaling, you know, maybe, um, maybe, maybe once a day for let's say 10 minutes, just write down what you liked and what you didn't like of the day and what pissed you off. And you'll start to see themes and you'll start to marinate on those things more and more as you bring them into out of your psyche and onto the paper. And then you'll start to be like, wow, like maybe I really, really want to talk about, um, you know, like, like the workplace and, and how to be a better boss because my boss is, a, is an idiot, you know, you know what I mean? So I would also say to do that. Um, those are all good starting points for figuring out what you want to write about. Journaling is definitely a great thing. And um, look back on your story of your past and write about some personal stuff. That's what I would say. Like, be courageous. I know it can be difficult. It can be difficult for everyone, right? But um, I hope that helps you out, Edwin. I really, really do. Okay, so uh, this next question comes from Branda. Branda, thank you for sending this in. Let's listen. Hey, Tom. This is Branda. I just started a new Instagram page for um, my new brand. It's called Blackberries and Suya. And it's kind of a cross between um, African-Americans Africans and just black people all across the diaspora. Um, I'm originally from Haiti and I just kind of wanted something where 
all of our stories can kind of be. And one of the things that I'm finding difficult is just traffic itself, because I can post good content, I can put up great pictures, but things like getting on the explore page, getting more visibility and getting the right people um, on my page is a little bit challenging. So I would just ask, like, what are some tips and tools that you can leverage as a semi-beginner in the creative space when you're trying to attract more people or the right people to your account? Okay, Brenda. So truth be told, uh, Instagram is one of my favorite platforms to be on. I'm not exactly extremely good at growing there. Like I know how to grow like on the platform itself. Um, but truth be told, what I have 18,000 followers on Instagram, right? I I would say (laughs) at least like, you know, 16,000 of those followers have come from Facebook because I made videos on Facebook that went viral in the comments section of those videos. I just said, Hey, here's my Instagram page. If you want to follow me there for more up-to-date, you know, day-to-day stuff, you know, of me in the Philippines. And um, I went ahead and I got a ton of followers, you know, through that. I mean, like, if my video went viral, then I would probably get, you know, like a thousand new followers. And that only happened a couple times, a handful of times. But as I I kept shouting out my Instagram page, I kept growing there more and more and more. Um, Now, here's something that I would say. I would target hashtags that that are lower in popularity. So, like, in the Philippines, I'm not going to target hashtag Philippines because that has like 5 million followers or something crazy. Okay. I'm going to target hashtags that have a hundred thousand to 300,000 followers or maybe even less, you know? So maybe like a hashtag, like hashtag Manila, Manila based, you know, that has less hash that has less followers because it's less prominent. Not everyone's searching for that. I would, if I were you search for hashtags that are have anywhere from 100,000 to 300,000 followers. That way you have a higher chance of getting into the tr- into the trending uh, section of those particular hashtags if you end up, you know, getting like 100 to 200, 300 likes, something like that right off the bat. That's what I would say um, for a, a tangible piece of Instagram advice. I would also say reach out to some of your um, your favorite influencers on Instagram that align well with what you're trying to do with your brand. Obviously, and maybe it's people from Haiti. It's people. It's 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 uh, people of color, right? So reach out to some of your favorite influencers that are sort of aligned with, with uh, with, with what you're trying to do. And I would I would DM them and be like, hey, can I ask you five questions? I'd love to do a feature on you on my Instagram page, and I'd love to like take one of your images and put put the picture up, and then write some of your responses and what I learned from you. And they might like go for it. They might really go for it. And you might just be like, just send me over like a, like a like an audio recording of your answer to these questions. And let's say they have ten thousand followers, or you know, fifteen, twenty, maybe even a hundred thousand followers, maybe even like just five thousand, right? Um, they can then shout you out later on in their own Instagram story or in their own Instagram post, and and maybe you can get your own followers from them to come over to you. And your brands are aligned, and and then you have one more sort of person in your network. I, I think that's very, very important. You know, Having people in your network that are heavy hitters, like I know a lot of 
um, you know, big bloggers on Medium because I spent a lot of time there. And they've really, really helped me out to get more exposure and to, and to further my business ventures. So that's, that's something that you should be doing anyway, not just to grow, but, but, but to actually just make those connections so you can have a better idea of what you should do in the future. So I would say uh, reach out to some you know, smaller influencers, not like 100,000, a million followers. Like reach out to people that have like 10,000 followers and, 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 and see if you can do some sort of a thing where they shout you out and, and you can get some followers that way. And that might be a slow burn. You know, that might, that might really, really take a lot of time, but at least you're growing your network and you're building your brand at the same time. And you guys can do collaborations in the future, possibly. I'd also say experiment with video. Um, don't underestimate Facebook. I would say create a Facebook page and you have, you, you know, you obviously have your own, you obviously have your own friends and stuff. I would say create your own Facebook page and make videos talking about what, like whatever it is that you want to talk about. Maybe some issues and issues in, in pop culture, maybe some, some problems that you see, um, affecting, uh, your, your audience, uh, that, that they can relate to. Talk about those sorts of things and make us make a video, right? For maybe even just record it with your phone, and then go to go into like a, a program like Adobe Premiere Pro, and you can make a title above that, like sort of like what I do with my videos. I make square videos, and I have like you know the middle of the of the frame is the widescreen video that I have, and at the top there's a there's a there's actually like a title. I have gotten like tens of thousands of Instagram followers just from that. So like make it make a video about something that really, really deeply affects you and think, and something that affects your audience, something that they might share. Maybe there's something happening in, so, in social media or, or pop culture, and you can comment on that like buzz and give your own point of view on that. And that might spin off into a whole other thing for you. Like it might not just be Instagram anymore. It might be Facebook. It might be YouTube. I would say experiment with, experiment with video. Also, uh, maybe take it to LinkedIn. Try to try like give LinkedIn, uh, I don't know if that would be actually, I don't know if that would be like such a good piece of advice, but a lot of people are getting on LinkedIn these days. And, um, I would also say maybe get on podcasts. Uh, my friend just did, uh, my friend Jordan Gross, I think he went on like what 90 podcasts in 90 days. If you can get on the right podcast and talk to the right people, that's, you know, you're building out your network, you're getting in front of more people. Maybe you can, you can, um, sort of grow that Instagram page right there. I would also say too, Brand, I like, Instagram is cool, but I, I actually see it as a platform that doesn't have a lot of promise. I really don't. Like, I think Facebook, YouTube, um, I think even LinkedIn is more valuable than Instagram at these days. For some reason, Instagram is just like, I, I, I'm not saying it's a waste of time. I think Instagram is definitely worth your time, right? Keep going with it. But like, I also think that um, look a little broader, you know, like I think, I think Facebook might be a good place to go for you. Um, and I, and I would also urge you, I'm not sure like what you're trying to do with your page, whether you're just trying to, you know, feature other people's stories, but I would try to make yourself the brand as well. You know, like put your, put yourself first, let people know who you are. We connect more with one person as opposed to like what they're trying to do, like, like what cause they have. Um, that's why I like when Leonardo DiCaprio talks about the, um, the climate and, and he tells us what, you know, and, and, and he, it helps me connect with it more because it's him talking about it. Um, so anyway, um, I, th those are all the things that I would urge you to do, uh, build out your network, meet more people that are doing what you're doing. They're, they're going to be able to help you much more than I can. And they're going to be able to give you some more like really, really solid advice for where you can go. 
And I hope that helps you out, Brenda. I know that's going to help you out. I, 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 I hope you go ahead and do that and reach out to more people and build that network out and help each other. And I, I wish you all the best, okay? Thank you so much for sending that question in. Okay, our last question comes from Connie Reagan Green. Okay, all right, Connie, let's listen in. Hi, Tom. This is Connie Reagan Green. And my question is in regards to the articles that we are posting on Medium. I prefer to have them on my blog first, then I wait a period of time, a few days or so, and then I put them on Medium. Is this a good strategy for SEO and for visibility and for everything? Or is there a better way to do it? Thanks so much, Tom. Connie Reagan Green here. Okay, Connie, this is a good question. Now, here's one thing. If you're worried about duplicate content, like with the SEO and Google sort of penalizing you because of duplicate content on your website and also on Medium, I would say you don't have to worry about that. This this comes from the actual Medium site, okay? So they say, search engines use canonical links to determine and prioritize the ultimate source of content, removing confusion when, they are, when there are multiple copies of the same document in different locations. Sites that publish an overabundance of duplicate content without indicating a canonical link may be penalized in search engine rankings. Okay, so there's a couple key words here that I want you to pay attention to if you're worried about duplicate content and SEO and all that sort of stuff. They said sites that publish an overabundance of duplicate content without indicating a canonical link may be penalized in search engine rankings. Okay, so this overabundance, like, I don't think I, I I don't I don't think you're doing an overabundance of duplicate content. Um, I think you're fine in that regard. You're not publishing the same article over and over and over and over again. You're just republishing it one time. I would say you're fine. And th they also say maybe penalized in search engine rankings. I don't think that it's that big of a deal. I don't think that you're going to get penalized in Google. A lot of my articles that I have on my website and Medium, like I've never really been penalized. I'm getting the same amount of views as I always get. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Okay, so feel free to publish on your website and then feel free to publish that right to Medium. That's completely okay. Um, as for getting more views and more exposure, I think that you should publish on your website first. That, that way, that that's that way, uh, you know, um, uh, and, and sort of use the import tool. I think you can use the import tool. It says you can use the import tool and the WordPress plugin to make sure that Google knows that your website is the source of these uh, of these articles. Again, I don't think that's a big deal though. But okay, go ahead, publish on your website, and then you know maybe wait a few days and publish on Medium. That's completely fine. Uh, as far as getting more exposure, that would just have to deal with you getting more exposure on, med on Medium in general. You know, which is you know get, go more on the publications. Make sure you're publishing in popular tags. Make sure you got the headline. Um, make sure make sure you have a you have a tasty headline uh, i would say like like okay so on wordpress when i'm making an seo blog like a blog post that i'm trying to optimize for a search engine optimization the headline is a lot of times like really not that tasty it just has the keyword in there i basically just try to write it so it answers the question of whoever's asking it on google on Medium, though, I'm trying to generate clicks and I'm trying to generate interest and buzz. And like, it's not as simple as saying, 
you know, how to get curated on Medium. You know, that's something I might write on my WordPress site. I might write on Medium, like how to get curated on Medium and um, um, without fail. Or, you know, I would, I would try to make it a little more tasty so people can click on that. So I don't know. I, uh, as far as like duplicate content, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think uh, you should change the headline when you put it onto from WordPress, you put it on a Medium. And I think if you do that, you're going to be uh, just fine. I don't think you're going to run into any issues as far as that's concerned. Okay. I hope that helps you out a little bit. Um, okay. Quickly, I wanted to talk about the state of the influence podcast. We are having a lot of fun doing this. We're getting about what a hundred listens per podcast right now. It's that's the average. We're doing pretty well. We got a lot of support from everyone. We, we're looking to grow this out more and more. I mean, Brian is having a book deal soon. Michael Thompson is pretty much taking over Medium. He's like, I think he's the most popular writer on Medium right now. So to get him on any sort of podcast is, you know, amazing. Uh, Liz is doing her thing as well. She's writing for my publication, The Postgrad Survival Guide, and and um, making a few changes. So we're all trying to, you know, record some more episodes for you, and we will. Uh, feel free to send in questions whenever you want to right there and the, the, there's a link in the description that should sort of show you how to how to send us in a question or send us in a voice message even if you just want to say thank you whatever you want to do um i hope these I hope, I, hope, I hope these answers were insightful for you and um i hope to see you again next time on influenced thank you all so so much Thank you for listening to Influenced. Don't forget to download the freebie that we have included in the description for this particular episode if you want a little more tips and advice on what you just heard. That's it for me, Michael, Brian, and Liz. We hope you have a great day.